April 27th, 2023. We're continuing in Masechet Berachot. We're on the Tetvav Amud Aleph at the Mishnah. The Mishnah, about 20 lines from the top, says, Hakore et Shema velo leozno yasa. Person who reads Kiryat Shema fulfills the mitzvah ta'aseh from the Torah of reading Kiryat Shema. But as he or she does so, they don't hear it in their ear as they're doing so. Yasa. Now, the Mishnah seems to imply this is not ideal, it's just Yasa. But nonetheless, you fulfilled your mitzvah. Rabbi Yoseh Omer, lo yasa. Rabbi Yoseh disputes, he disagrees, and he says, if a person were to read Kiryat Shema, even though they said every word, but it wasn't audible enough to the extent that they heard it, lo yatsa, they didn't fulfill the mitzvah. They themselves, not someone else. They themselves. Kara What if a person read Kiryat Shema, but was not middakdek, was not careful with otiyotea, with its letters and words. Rashi, lefarishan yafeh bisvatav. He didn't, with his lips, carefully and properly pronounce every word. It's not per se, actually, it's very clearly not that you mispronounced words. Mispronouncing words is certainly a problem. You haven't said the proper word. Over here, it's that the words were said but they weren't articulated, they weren't, they weren't said with the full pronunciation in place. What's the halakha? Rabbi Yosei Omer Yasa, Rabbi Uda Omer Lo Yasa. You mean like mumbling, sort of? I mean that like there's, I mean like a dagesh, I mean like, um, yeah, well, we'll, we'll come up with a few other words. It's not per se mispronouncing, it's a dagesh, but you weren't fully madgish. It's, uh, it's letters which weren't fully um, uh, spoken in, in the clearest fashion. It's that it wasn't clear, not that it wasn't said. If a person reads generally speaking, the word means retroactively. Over here it means that the words were read backward. So instead of reading you read first and then read backwards. Alternatively, it means you read pesukim backwards. You said and then you did ukshatam and so forth. The halacha is lo yasa. Kara v'ta'a. What if a person made a mistake uh, somehow in their keriyat shema? What are they to do in such a circumstance? Do they need to repeat the entirety? Do we look at this as some sort of full and singular segment that if you made a mistake in it, you have to go back to the very beginning? Says the Mishnah, no, it's not. So yahazor l'makom sheta'a. You return to the place where you made that mistake when you realize and you continue from there. Says the Gemara, let's start with the first issue. The first issue was, What's the reasoning of Rbiyose? After all, our Mishnah started with his opinion. He said, excuse me, our Mishnah started with Tanakama, who said, Yasa. Rbiyose disagreed and said, Lo Yasa. Why is it that according to Rbiyose, there's an absolute necessity when it comes to Kiryat Shema, not just to read it, but to make certain that it's heard? He has to have some sort of sourcing for this to make such a bold claim. You did, after all, say the words, Mishum Dichtiv, because the Pasuk says, Shema. That word, Shema, Yisrael, teaches us, Hashmea You should make heard in your ears, he says, from that extra word, Shema, Yisrael, that which is coming out of your mouth. So again, according to the B.O.C., the word Shema, which is an extra word, is coming to teach us purposefully that the words that you say need to be heard in your ears. What about the first opinion of the Mishnah who said, Yasa? How do they, how does he explain that word, Shema? Uh, 
סבר שמה בכל לשון שאתה שומע. They alternatively understand the word שמה not as hearing in the physical audible sense, but rather שמה in the understanding sense. שמה ישראל means in any way that you'll hear, meaning you'll understand קריאת שמה, you can and should, it's appropriate to read קריאת שמה in such a way. ורביוסה, רביוסה, our assumption is, agrees that שמה can be done, can be said, בכל לשון שאתה שומע. How do they derive that from the Pesukim? How does he see that in, in, in any Pasuk? After all, he's using the word Shema to teach us that it needs to be heard in your ear. Where does he derive this other halacha? Answers the Gemara. Tarte Shema Amina. Tarte means two. Shema Amina, we hear from it. In other words, this Pasuk of Shema has within it the ability for us to understand and derive two laws. Rashi, Tarte Shema Amina, Ki Darash Laname Shema Bechol Lashon, Shata Shomea, Shema Amina Named, Tzarich Lashmiya Leosno, explains Rashi for Biyose. Well, fundamentally, the Pasuk is telling you that you should be saying that which you hear and understand. I'm understanding it, it means I also heard it. And as a result, Rabbi Yosef is able to derive both laws from this Pasuk. Says the Gemara, okay, let's now take a step to the side and analyze this Mishnah, these two opinions, Rabbi Yosef and Tanakama, uh, by taking into context or taking into uh, account other situations where there's a hova, an obligation to say something, and testing it in those situations. Do you need to hear it? Where's it learned from? How do we understand that? Tenan hatan. Tenan means we learned in a Mishnah. Hatam means over there, means elsewhere. The Mishnah in Masechet Tirumot. Uh, in the first Perek, and the second Mishnah teaches the following. A person who's able to speak, but they lost their ability to hear. They shouldn't give Tirumah. V'im taram, what if they went ahead and gave Tirumah? We'll define the word Tirumah in a moment. Tirumato Tirumah, it worked. In other words, the statement in this Mishnah is that Tirumah, ideally, we call that Lecha Tehila, should not be fulfilled by someone who can't hear, but B'di'avad, it is fulfilled in such a fashion. What does Tirumah have to do with hearing? Great question. First and foremost, what is Tirumah? Tirumah is the mitzvah from the Torah to give from your produce to the Kohen. How much do you need to give? The Torah never makes it clear, a specific amount, and as a result, the rabbis explain it's Even if you were to give one stalk of wheat, you fulfilled it for a huge storehouse of, of wheat. The rabbis gave specific measurements. If you're very giving, you give a 30th of your produce. If you're an average giver, you give a 40th. If you're stingy, you can give a 50th. Those are rabbinic measurements. What does hearing have to do with tirumah? Take a look at Rashi, lo yitrom. Now she explains that what's at play over here, what's at stake is that you make a beracha on the tirumah. And fascinatingly, we're understanding this beracha as so significant to the extent that without the beracha, ideally you shouldn't be doing the mitzvah. Because the beracha can't be um, appropriately fulfilled without hearing it, so therefore, uh, don't give tirumah at all. Says the Gemara, Man tana chadesh amidaber ve'eno shomea di'avad in lechate chila lo. Whose opinion might it be, based on what we know from our Mishnah, 
that by teruma lecha tehila, ideally you should only be giving teruma when you can hear the beracha. But b'diavad, if it's not an ideal situation, it's okay. Amar of hasta rabbiosei. Of hasta suggests this is the opinion of rabbiosei. Well, let's go back to our mishnah. What did rabbiosei say in our mishnah? Our mishnah was hakoreh shema velo yishmialeos no yasa. Rabbiosei omer lo yasa. Well, wait a second. His opinion in our mishnah was that by Kiryat Shema, you didn't even fulfill the mitzvah, Bidi'avad, remember, right? Says the Gemara, says Rav Hasal, explain to you why I think Rabbi Yoseh, whereas by Kiryat Shema might maintain that Bidi'avad, you're not Yoseh, but by Terumah, it would be different. How so? Ditnan, our Mishnah, Koreh Shema no Yasa, in the Mishnah that's cited here in the Gemara, it says, Divrei Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yoseh Omer, Lo Yasa. Now explains Rav Hasta. Ad kan lo ka'amar biyoseh lo yasa elo gabe kiriyat shema. Rabbi Yoseh is so strong, such a hardliner, that you don't even fulfill the mitzvah, but the avad of kiriyat shema, by the mitzvah of kiriyat shema. Why? Deoraita. After all, the mitzvah of kiriyat shema is a hova min ha-torah. It's deoraita. Aval terumah. When I come to the mitzvah of terumah. But wait a second, terumah is also min ha-torah. Didn't we just say that? Mishum berachahe. When it comes to Tirumah, what we're dealing with, the Beracha, is not a mitzvah from the Torah. The mitzvah is the Tirumah, is separating, giving to the Kohen. The Beracha is rabbinic. Generally speaking, 99% of our Berachot are only rabbinic. The only Berachot that we talk about being biblical, Minat Torah, Bekat Amazon, and maybe Berkota Torah as well. But ultimately speaking, this is neither one of those. And as a result, says Rabbi, says Rav Hasta, Aval Terumah Mishum Berachahu U de Rabbanan, and a Beracha is only rabbinic in nature. He could suffice with that already to set forth the opinion of Rabbi Yosef, distinguishing between Kiryat Shema, where even Bidi Avad you wouldn't fulfill the mitzvah if you're not Mashmi'a Leos, no, as opposed to Terumah. But he continues furthermore, Velobi Beracha Talia and furthermore, lo biberacha, and not with a beracha, talya is hinging milta, the matter. Meaning, to separate your tenumah, not make any beracha, you still fulfill the mitzvah. So number one, the beracha is only rabbinic in nature. Number two, the beracha is not the fundamental over here. In other words, the mitzvah is not hinging on the beracha. And as a result, if you have a heresh, in such a circumstance, although the Biyose would maintain that ideally you shouldn't be doing the teruma, you can do it b'di'avad. Says the Gemara. Is he, is he only um, talking about teruma per se, or any any mitzvah that ideally you don't do it if there's a beracha and you can't hear dipping in the mikveh, shaking a lulav, you know, anything like that? It's an interesting question. You have this only as a mishnah in masechet terumot. So in terms of what we can test it from, we can only test it from a Mishnah and Terumah because that's, that's the only place this is recorded, such a, such, such a Mahlok. You're questioning why shouldn't, and perhaps it should, this apply to any other mitzvah with, well... Not, any doing mitzvah, no, not tell, a saying mitzvah. I'll tell you how we can distinguish. Listen, you're going to need to, ultimately speaking, do the mitzvah in any of those other situations. Terumah also. You well, Terumah can be done by someone else. Terumah, in other words, the question is, should you hand it over to someone else and let them do it for you because they can do it more ideally as opposed to in another mitzvah where, where I don't really have that option. In other so words, to put plate, it in different... Dipping right. something in a mikveh, right. give it to your friend to right. do instead of you. Right. I don't know, right. one of those. So, so it should be applicable. <laughs> to, to put it in different words, if it's a mitzvah, talui bigufo, if it's a mitzvah which is incumbent upon your body, 
Uh, so then we, we, we would draw the line. We wouldn't say this is an applicable conversation. If it's a mitzvah halui badavar, bahefet, so yeah, you'd imagine that this is not per se by terumah any more than it is by any, any other mitzvah of that sort. Says the Gemara, great point. Says the Gemara, umimai derbi yosehi, dilma rabbi yuhudahi, ve'amar gabe keriyat shema named di'avad in lechatechila lo. Uh, says the Gemara, but, but wait a second, maybe we can argue a bit differently. Maybe the claim should be as follows. We were arguing, Ribiose, although by Kiryat Shema he's more stringent, he'd be a little bit more lenient by Terumah, but maybe not. Maybe we can instead go with what we call Tanakama, and the Gemara is referring to as Ribi Huda. Remember our Mishnah? Hakore Chema. Yasa. Remember those words? So it means the first opinion in the Mishnah tells us Yasa. And as a result, the understanding is even by Kiryat Shema, if you read it but didn't hear it, Yasa. It was unideal. And as a result, you don't need to distinguish and bump it down a level when it comes to Tirumah. Much as Tanakama, Rabbi Huda, in our Mishnah, identical statement with regards to Kiryat Shema would exist by Tirumah. By Kiryat Shema, Lechatechila in. Excuse me, lo bediavad in, which means to say, ideally, you should be hearing it. And so too by Teruma. So again, umimai derbiosehi. Who said that Mishnah and Terumot is Rabbiose? Dilma means maybe Rabbiudahi. And he said as well by Kiriachma, Diavad means after the fact. Unideal. In, it's okay. Says the Gemara, I'll be medayek that way. I'll tell you, I think it's what he says almost explicitly. Teda. You should know that this is so. The first words we said when we read the Mishnah were the Mishnah doesn't say, you may read it. The Mishnah says, if you read Kiryat Shema and didn't hear it, Yasa. Period. So that's the Gemara's counterclaim. Again, it's a technical issue, but it'll have bearings in terms of halakha with regards to whose opinion is being recorded. Uh, in Tirumot, and furthermore, by Kiryat Shema will have bearings, because it means now that nobody maintains that ideally Kiryat Shema can be fulfilled without hearing it in your ears. You understand that? Whereas we read the Mishnah, although I kind of revealed it right away, that it sounded like only B'di'avad, you could have read it not that way. The Gemara says, no, even the first opinion of Biuda is only B'di'avad. Says the Gemara, uh, Amre. Why would anyone ideally not want to hear themselves read? Firstly, maybe you need to be quiet. Maybe you want to be quiet. You want a quiet room. You want people to have more kavana. And if other people are raising their voices, it'll deter them. Uh, maybe it's just the situation. I'm more comfortable doing it that way. Uh, my voice is hurting me, so I'd rather whisper it instead of whispering it louder. Something along those lines, my throat is hurting. Says the Gemara, Amre, Haide Katane, Hakore. Says the Gemara, no, we can alternatively argue. Why does the Mishnah mention it as after the fact? It's not to tell you that even Tanakama holds that it's only Bidi Avad Benalecha Tehila. It's rather Lehodi Acha Koho Dirbiose, Damar di Avad Name Lo. The only reason the Mishnah presented it as a bidi'avad, an after-the-fact situation, is to tell you the strength of Rabbi Yosei. You want to know how strong Rabbi Yosei is? 
even with the avad, he would maintain. You didn't fulfill the mitzvah of keriyat if you were lat No, I mean this makes a little bit of sense, right? Because ultimately speaking, according to Biuda Tanakama, who doesn't have the derashah of Shema, who never looked at the pasuk and said, "Oh, you see, it says Shema. I have to be hearing it." So where'd you come up with the lechatehila? How'd you decide? That lechatechila, it's not okay unless you have a pasuk. So the suggestion of the Gemara is that's right. According to the Biuda, even lechatechila, you fulfill the mitzvah of Kiryat Shema by reading it and not being mashmi'aleos. No. Rabbi Yosef disagrees and says on the opposite extreme. One says lechatechila, it's kosher, and the other, Rabbi Yosef says, even with the Avad, it's not. Di'ir Biuda, after all, according to the Biuda, afila lechatechila, name yasa, period. Okay. Says the Gemara onward, bemai ukimta. How are you then establishing um, this Mishnah in Masechet Tirumot? Ukimta means to establish. You're establishing it as whose authorship, says the Gemara. Kirbiose. It's the opinion of Rabbiose. Who's Rabbiose? The one in our Mishnah who says that by Kiryat Shema, you're not fulfilling it even. Bidi'avad. When it comes to Tirumot, Bidi'avad, since it's Midrabanan, the Berachan, you don't need it, uh, you fulfill. Says the Gemara, but I have a problem. If that's Rabbiose, ve'elahad etanya. Don't say Kiryat Birkat Hamazon in your mind. If you did so and didn't hear it, you fulfilled the mitzvah. Uh, wait a second. Mane, whose opinion might that be following? It says that when it comes to Birkat Hamazon, you fulfill it. Let's pause for a second. Is Birkat Hamazon a mitzvah from the Torah or Midrabanan? It's a mitzvah from the Torah. That being the case, if it's Rabbiose, whom we read in our Mishnah, tells us that even Bidi'avad, you don't fulfill it by Kiryat Shema, it should be an identical halakha when it comes to Birkat Hamazon. So it can't be Rabbiose. If our Mishnah alternatively was, as we suggested, the opinion of Rabbi Huda telling me that ideally I didn't fulfill the mitzvah by Kiryat Shema, but Bidi'avad I did. So this Mishnah in turn, this Beraita, which teaches me the Halakha by Berkat Hamazon, then could be the opinion of Rabbi Huda. What about that Beraita? According to the argument that our Mishnah, excuse me, the Mishnah in Tirumot is only Rabbi Yosef, Lord it's not going to follow the opinion of Rabbi Yosef because you're telling me that when it comes to mitzvah from the Torah, Rabbi Yosef tells us, even Bidi'avad you're not fulfilling, Berkat Hamazon is from the Torah, it's not even going to be but according to your reading in this line of logic, according to the Biuda, you even fulfill min ha Namelo, and Biose on the flip set, flip end is the opposite extreme. You're not even fulfilling it after the fact. Elamai, rather says the Gemara. What we have now is three separate statements to try to clarify matters. Our Mishnah, which we don't know how to read the opinion of Tanaka Mavr Biuda. We're not sure if Biuda is saying it even ideally or only after the fact. That's one question. Then we have a Mishnah in Tirumot which says explicitly that the halakha over there is that you ideally should not be taking Tiruma in such a fashion if you uh, can't hear it, but you fulfilled it. But the avad, it's okay. Then we have a Mishnah by Berkat Amazon, which says the identical law. So if we are to argue that those latter two are the same opinion, namely Rabbi Yehuda, We'll then say our Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda, was really only speaking Bidi'avad. Everything is settled properly. Alternatively, if you were arguing the Mishnah Tirumot is Rabbi Yoseh, 
But when it comes to a mitzvah from the Torah, you don't fulfill it even with the avad, you can't resolve that middle Mishnah or that last Beraita <laughs> with regards to Berkat Hamazon. Says the Gemara, Elamai, rather, what you're arguing then is Rabbi Yehuda, Vidi'avad in that means that, ultimately speaking, we are stuck with Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda in our Mishnah is telling us, Bidi'avad. Rabbi Huda in the Mishnah in Tirumot is telling us, Bidi'avad. Rabbi Huda is telling us, by Berkat Amazon in the Beraita, Bidi'avad. Everything's consistent. What about this statement? Rabbi Huda in the name of Bishmon ben Pazi. If it's a Hiresh Hamidaber Veno Shomea, there's the individual who's mute. He can't speak. He can speak, excuse me, but he's deaf. He can't hear. Torem Lechatechila. A new opinion. What's this new opinion? That even Lechatechila, you can take Terumah when you can't hear your Beracha. Whose opinion might that be following? It's certainly not Rabbi Oseh. You may have argued it's Rabbi Yehuda in conjunction with our Mishnah over here. But you just told me our Mishnah over here, according to everything that we just discussed, is only by the Avad. According to what you're telling me, Rabbi Yehuda holds that it's only by the Avad. That's not, it's not consistent with that statement. Says the Gemara, then here's how we will resolve matters. Rabbi Uda's opinion is that if you can't be mashmi'ah letochos, no, you're yotze even lechatechila. That's what we'll maintain. Alternative statement, which has it as abdi'avad, okay, we'll argue that one statement is he himself, the other is his student. Ultimately speaking, then says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda is open to interpretations with regards to this matter, but we have two opinions. Ah, can you really put that forth? Sure, says the Gemara, Ditnan, we have a Mishnah, which teaches Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Mishum Bil'azah ben Azariah HaKoreh Shema, Sarich Shiyashmiyah Le'ozno. Pause for a second. Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Mishum Azar ben Azariah. Were you listening? The statement is, he says this in the name of his rabbi, Rabbil Azar ben Azariah, which means to say, I said it wrong just a moment ago, Rabbi Huda has his opinion, and Rabbi Huda has the opinion in the name of his rabbi. His so Rabbi Huda's, his personal rabbi, Rabbi Azar ben Azariah. Rabbi Huda's opinion we are arguing now is even l'chatechila, you fulfill the mitzvah. There's a second opinion, his rabbi, Rabbi Al-Azhar ben Azariah, who maintains, Bidi'avad, but Lechatechila, you need to be Mashmi'a Letochos. No, there's a third opinion, and that is Rabbi Yoseh. Rabbi Yoseh's opinion is, even Bidi'avad, you're not Yoseh. How does Rabbi Al-Azhar ben Azariah strike the balance over here that, Sarikh Shiyashmi'a Letochos? Oh, Shine Emar, Shema Yisrael Adonai, Lohan Adonai, Echad, Amalir Bimeir Hare Omer, Asher Anuchim, Mesavvecha, Hayom Alevavecha, Ahar Kavanat Alev, Henena Devarim, Ahar Kavanat Devarim, Henena Devarim, period. So says the Gemara over here, there's a Mahlokit in this, in this, uh, uh, Mishnah between Rabbi Azar ben Azariah, who's being quoted by Rabbi Yehuda. His opinion is Sarich Shiyashmiya Leosno. Ideally, you're listening, you're hearing it. Where would we derive that from? Shema. And that, that takes us, uh, there's no surprise over there. The next opinion is, be, is, is uh, who disagrees with him is Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says, but listen to the Pesukim uh, in the ensuing lines. Shea Anochim Esavvecha Hayom Al 
לבבך, לבבך, your heart, your mind, it means אחר כוונת הדברים הן הן הדברים. What's the ideal? What's, what's, the, what's the thrust of what you're doing in Kiryat Shema? You're having intentionality, you're thinking properly about it, which means to say that ultimately speaking, there's no issue per se if you're not משמיעה לתוך אוזנב, and as a result, he points to those, those words instead. Says the Gemara, השתה דעתית להכה, אפילו תאמר רבי יהודה, כרבה סבירה לב, אלא קשיא הרבי מאיר, הרבי יהודה. Says the Gemara, now that we, now that we exposed yet another opinion, that opinion of רבי מאיר, what did רבי מאיר teach us? רבי מאיר said, אחר כוונת הדברים, אחר כוונת הלב, הן הן הדברים, means we have yet another opinion. Explicitly, what's Rabbi Meir's explicit opinion? His explicit opinion is that even lechatechila kiriachima can and may be fulfilled without hearing it. That's Rabbi Meir explicit. Where did he derive that from? What's Rabbi Uda's opinion? Well, we're not fully certain. What's Rabbi Uda's rabbi's opinion? Lechatechila, you need to hear it, but the avad you fulfill without hearing it. What's Rabbi Yosef's opinion? That you don't even b'di'avad fulfill it. So as a Gemara, now that we arrived at a new opinion named Rabbi Meir, we don't need to say that Rabbi Udad disagreed with Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. We found our three opinions. We were looking for all three opinions on the spectrum. First opinion that you fulfill it even l'chatechila, who's that? Rabbi Meir. Second opinion in the middle is l'chatechila, you need to hear it, b'di'avad, you fulfill it. That's explicitly Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. What's Rabbi Uda's opinion? Well, we could say that he goes like his rabbi, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. We don't get stuck any longer in terms of the other statements that we had earlier. And Rabbi Yosef, of course, maintains that even Avad, you cannot and will not fulfill these mitzvot. Uh, that's what we have then set forth in the Gemara. How are we going on this sort of matter? In other words, all we saw were many different opinions. Well, we'll have to look into this matter further. We can already just quickly take a glance at the Mishnah, the very first word in the Mishnah. You see right next to the word Hakore, there's a little Dalit. That tells us already that the Pesach Halacha is going to be like that opinion which is recorded in our Mishnah. But here's how it gets interesting. What is that opinion recorded in our Mishnah? Well, that's, that's a lot of interpretations here in the Gemara. We know that's the opinion of Rabbi Uda. But we have different conclusions as to what Rabbi Uda's opinion is. Does he maintain even l'chatechila, a person fulfills the mitzvah of Kiryat without hearing the words that he's saying? Or is it only b'di'avad, like his rabbi Rabbi Lazab ben Azariah? In other words, what I'm pointing out to you is, is the importance here, as everywhere else, of going through the sugya and understanding the difficulties and contradictions in order to get to the Pesach Halacha. If you were to just read our Mishnah and say, oh, but I see there's a note on this. Oh, the halacha is like that first opinion. You don't know what that first opinion is. We, we right now do not know what that first opinion is. We saw several options here in the Gemara. So the next time we'll have to pick up with that and try to derive and understand what does that mean? How are we ending off with regards to the Pesach halacha, with regards to this opinion of Rabbi Huda? Is Rabbi Huda telling us even the Chatechila? Or is it only B'di'avad? Okay, we'll begin with this next time. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.